Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear up there, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hey everyone, I'm Kama, and you can find me at the hyphen real hyphen comma splice on Tumblr. And I am joined by Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Chicky. Hi, I am Chicky. I am at the Chickren on Twitter. All right. So um, if you are new to the podcast, we do spoil everything, show and books. Um, and I don't well, trigger warning for Melisandra. I don't know. Um you know, <laughs> you yeah, know what? Needs one. Needs one. Um, today we're going to be talking about Davos Three from A Storm of Swords. Um, there's at least two in the whole saga. Davos is in jail at least two times, and he's always got some commentary about his situation, which is what we have going on here. Um, you know, I kind of, I kind of love Davos, like on his own, contemplating things, like. <laughs> His head, like he's he's always a little melancholy, but I mean it's just it's just kind of fun it's to be the in his head. Yeah. Like it is it's yeah. where John can be overbearing sometimes. Like particularly later on, it's it's so much better to be in Davos's head. Yes, yes. Well, I think it's the right amount of like there's enough there's some ph- philosophizing in there, but there's also some grounded stuff like honestly it really feels like he's he's gonna be writing his trip advisor review of the dragonstone jail (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like i'd like to have much more context for everything that he's thinking about um it's it's you know he's kind of like up comparatively upbeat about it i mean it's not great they're rats and you know it's prison but um there's a light and he's warm and they're giving him medical care um, for all of his various uh, ailments, and he's being fed comparatively well. And because it's George, we get commentary about the food. And um, there's two guards who won't talk to him, although he talks to them. And he nicknames them Porridge and what was the other guy's name? Um, Lamprey. Is that how you say that? Lamprey. Yeah, the fish. Lamprey. Yeah. Fish. The Lamprey. Yeah. yeah. Because the one guy brings him like um, like oatmeal with like a little honey in it or whatever, and the other guy brings him half an eel pie at one time. Um, and but he's he, he it's the isolation is getting to him a little bit, and um, he's there for a while, and he's trying. He figures out a way to know how many days it's been approximately because those guys come to him. One comes in the morning, one comes at night. Um. And at some point, Melisandre comes down and they have a talk. And um, it being Mel and and Davos, it gets a little testy pretty fast. Um, You know, she wants to know how he's doing and does he need anything. And then immediately, because she's a religious fanatic, she's got to bring up um, light and fire and R'hllor. And, you know, he has a light there you know, she takes it away, you know, and he's like, doesn't want to beg, but she's got to bring up her God. And, um, they bring up the shadow baby and then that's a whole thing. 
And I swear to God, I like I forgot this part. She tells him. <laughs> I like, know exactly what you're going to talk about. Like, if he's free, like what he can do, you can come and visit me one night and I'll pleasure you like no one else has ever pleasured you. And, you know, I can create it. And he finishes like a monster or horror. I'm like, oh, my God, lady, what the hell? Um, She definitely propositions him here. And yeah. this is so quickly into their conversation. And the reason she's propositioning him is because she can't withstand us anymore because his flame's not burning as high. So I thought the whole thing, although maybe this is from the show about how it had to be King's blood, because Davos is about um, as plebeian as you can get. Yes. Yeah, and like that was actually so. Carnival Girl seventy five on Discord. She's asked, given Melisandre's suggestion to Davos that if he really wants to serve Stannis, he should sleep with her to father another shadow baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Stannis have guys lined up to provide her with enough of them to take out his remaining enemies? There doesn't right? appear to be any significant impact on her life fires, unlike the impact it has on the father. So I mean, why are they just not? I, I they agree. Have, like, why are they not doing that? Hassle of guys who are like dedicated to R'hllor. I mean, she's converted all of these people. Well, I think there's an element here. Like as as Mel is talking to him, there's there's there is a flavor of of admiration from her, and I think this is what Stannis sees in Davos is that you know Davos is just unerringly. He can be political, but he is always honest. And I think, you know, the thing that we love about Davos, which is just that he's like, you know, he's got this kind of just like earthy, like slightly melancholy, just, just, just like, here's reality thing. I think, I think it's meant to be as appealing in story as it is to the reader as well. I think she likes him. And I think because of his strength of character, that it's, I think it is Davos being Davos being, being who he is that makes him could make him possibly valuable to her in this way of, of, okay. you know, of um, procreating a shadow baby. Well, Davos isn't down for this. <laughs> this we're not going to get, unfortunately, or fortunately. I love how he's literally, he's literally in prison and he's like, eh, it's just not worth it for the sex. Um, there's a lot of discussion in here. She talks to him and, and, She's providing context for why she's allied with Stannis. She, she, and I mean, we know some of this is true. Like, the war really is not between the kings. The The real war is, is well, I mean, she puts it as the Lord of Light, R'hllor, and the Great Other, so who I presume, you know, is, you know, the others. Um, but for her, that's where the conflict is. It's between light and dark. And she asks him where, you know, what, who he's with. And he tells her that, you know, all he's got doubts. And with that, she says, well, I'm glad you didn't lie to me. So part of this conversation is her trying, I think, to suss out where he, where he does stand. Um, and is he going to, like, say what he needs to say to get out of there? Or is he, you know, going to be truthful? Um, she also shares that Stannis, as far as she can tell, well, there's no doubt with Melisandre. I mean, she's got convictions so, till they're they're shattered, and then she just finds another conviction to have. Um, <laughs> like so many religious fanatics. So for her, Stannis is, quote, unquote, the Lord's chosen um, and is Azor Ahai. 
and that um, she basically says, I believe I got this right, that Davos has served R'hllor before without knowing, and he will serve him again. And then she leaves, and three day- days later, he gets a new roomie, um, Alistair Florent, who I looked up, he's Solis's uncle, and he had been hand to Stannis. And this, we get some uh, details of the battle filled in with who got killed where. Um, and um, we also get the backstory of why Alistair is now cooling his, he- his heels in the two-star jail. Um, basically, he had realistically looked at the situation, figured out things were not going to improve, and using his powers hand, um, wrote... I can't tell if he sent it or if he was going to send it, but I can't either. Did he just suggest it or did he actually send it? I couldn't, I, I couldn't I make think, that out either. I think it was written and it got caught somewhere. I don't think it got sent out. Okay. But, so, I, but that's the way I was kind of reading it. It's like they stopped him before so it was sent out. In this letter, which was supposed to go to Tywin, he basically offered a deal, which is actually a pretty, I mean, from a practical standpoint, if you don't know Stannis, um, would make sense, which is basically that Stannis would give up his claim to the throne. He'd renounce the idea that Joffrey, Tommen, and Marcella were bastards, that he believed they were Robert's true kids. And in return, he gets to live, he gets to keep Dragonstone, he gets to keep Storm's End. Alistair, of course, has it in there that he gets his land and castles back. And then to seal the deal off, they'd marry Shireen to Tommen. Which and can I just say in in a normal world and with normal people this this is normal peacemaking stuff. Yeah, this is exactly how they do this stuff. Y- yes, and yeah, like he was doing exactly what I mean someone should be thinking of doing. But Stannis is I mean is there's too much reliance on Melisandre at this point. Like he's too far gone. Well, and it, I mean as the deal goes, I mean Davos reflects it's actually you know like. Really Stannis good. only has the one kid, and unless he somehow fathered another child, like that would effectively mean that the Lannisters end up getting the Stormlands. Stormlands, yeah. Without any battle. I mean, it would just be what would happen. Mm-hmm. And they'd have Shireen to make sure, presumably, that nothing, you know, they didn't act up. Um, Stannis is just not going to... I mean, and Davos is right. I mean, Stannis is constitutionally incapable Incapable of this kind of a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like we saw it with Rob. I mean, you know, like all he had to do was basically, you know, bend a little, which he can't do. And Rob would have joined forces with him. And then that would have been it. But, you know, there's no way that. And that would have still allowed Stannis to stay, you know, have his claim to the throne there. This it's just did not go well. And that is why Alistair is now in the pokey with Davos, which, you know, Alistair is, is really not equipped to be in the in the prison system. But he doesn't. He's apologizing for his. No, clothes. he's not. He's not equipped. And we know he's not going to get, uh, you know, an offer of a conjugal visit from Melisandre either. No, he's 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 like horrified at the toilet facilities, which is basically a pale. I mean, it's it's this is not a man who's going to be like, oh, wow, I got eel pie. This is not so bad. No. Um, but there's other stuff going on. And like this is also very intriguing. There's this whole thing. 
because he's trying to justify like he's like basically Melisandre's crazy they're talking about creating um something about stone dragons and he's like did we learn nothing from summer hall he actually almost phrases it kind of like that <laughs> like yeah i think he does i think he actually <laughs> does phrase it like that and it's like all of this stuff that we'll never know but um you know, it's clearly things are are really getting wacky uh, with Mal. Um, well, I feel like what this is, is this is like George's like oblique way of saying like, this is how crazy shit is. And this is how Davos gets out because <laughs> Davos is the better option. <laughs> yeah. And um, Davos basically says, look, Stannis can choose to die a king. And this is a quote I'm going to, I am the king's man and I will make no peace without his leave. And we know it's true. I I thought it was a pretty, I mean, as much as I get irritated by the food talk sometimes with George, I mean, he's in a prison. I'm not, you know, it's not, we're not hearing about He has nothing else to think about. You get why he's obsessed with food here. Right. It makes sense in the context. And it's, and, and as much as she annoys me, I I do got to, I have to say that Mel and Davos do have that interesting sort of chemistry. Oh yeah. Yeah. I really like them. I like them together. I mean, did he just try to kill her? Yes. But you know, things happen. (laughs) It's. Enemies to lovers is a small, short path. <laughs> and I'm going to hell for that. You really are. I, I think I think we all are. I I mean, everything about this is just, you know that thing of where it's like, you ever have to work with somebody where it's like, you don't like each other, but you just kind of like have this grudging, just like, well, at least I understand you and I know how you work and I can yeah. work with you. There's such an element of that. Yes. With Melisandre and Davos. Well, and it's, she's so out there mystical, and he is so very much in the pragmatic. But not in an Alistair Florent pragmatism kind of way. It's sort of like, he's got his loyalty, he's going to do whatever he's got to do. But he's not, like, you know, obsessed with the politics of it all. No. Well, and I think Melisandre sees what we all see, which is, you know, for better or for worse. Davos is fucking devoted to Stannis and he will, he will literally sacrifice anything of his own. I mean, he's, he's lost what four kids at this point. Yep. Um, anything half his if hand it's in Stannis's best interest. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think Melisandre understands that's something she can work with. <laughs> yeah. Though they don't really have the same, the same journey to get there. They have the same goal <laughs> of, of sorts. Of sorts. So it's that like, is the best way to phrase that I've ever thing. heard. And like the other thing I think that's interesting is that he, I mean, he's also seen her power. Like he knows she can do something. And like Whatever she's doing might be fucked up, but like she does have real power. Right. Whereas I think like the Florence sort of like signed on with the whole crazy shit show that is the Lord of Light, but it's it's more like, okay, it's like Republicans, you know, joining up with the, um, you know, evangelicals, because it's a way to get to where you need to go. I mean, I'm not saying there are yeah. people out there who truly do believe and are devout, but it's more like, okay, this is what I've got to do to get ahead. 
Yeah, I think, it's a pragmatic alliance. Yeah, whereas I think, you know, Davos at least knows, like, oh, wow, she really can do this stuff. Like, I I don't even want to know what... what it, I mean, Alistair would probably, like, shit himself if he had seen the shadow baby being born. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, frankly... <laughs> His kind did we learn nothing it, from you know. Summer Hall? Yeah. It's like, no, we didn't <laughs> learn anything from Summer Hall. Yeah, no, Alistair would already be dead if he'd seen that shadow baby. He oh, would have just goodness. had a, a heart attack on the spot. Uh, do we have any mail? Uh, yes, so we have one more piece of mail from Buckle here on Discord. Is there any greater meaning in Davos being in jail, both chapter three of Storm and uh, and Dance? Does Mel buy her own stories here? Um, for me and my book, no, because this is Davos two for me. <laughs> and I just don't know what the fuck is going on. With Are you so because so what, you what had no it? Davos two or Davos three? Wait, I have Davos one. This and this is what we found out the last time I did a Davos chapter is that something with my Davos seems to be the most wrong because this is my Davos two. Davos three, which I started reading today and finished. Um, he's what are what are they doing in that one? He's out. Like this is when he gets out and Stannis just does the leeches, like the leeches in the fire. Yeah, is that that chapter? I think that's the next Davos chapter. So like that's what my Davos three is. Davos, yeah. I feel like in an alternate universe, this was George R. R. Martin like giving you a quest, Devin, that you were just like really reluctant to accept. Like you're supposed <laughs> to figure out. And like, what is the story Bran, with this version of the story? Brand is also different, and I just haven't embraced figuring out what's going on yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I think it's good that we've got those little descriptions on our back end that explain what's going on in the chapter. Because you probably oh, I was looking at them and I was like, Gile. I don't have this chapter. <laughs> oh my gosh, Miss Pergile, who wrote out the or put those descriptions in her chapter <laughs> descriptions for us. I don't know. I mean, it, I did. I did recall the dance thing because it's another Davos is sitting in jail. Although that is a really kind of, that's like a three or four star jail. He's got a good in the, um, uh, yeah, he's, you he's know. barely, he's barely a prisoner there. He's just like a, <laughs> he's an honored guest of the Manderleys. I mean, it's just the door has some bars or something, but he's getting fed morning, noon and night and you know, they're taking good care of him. But yeah, it's, it's another one of those. Okay. I'm you know, it's funny. This he, is pretty good. He gets another good visit and a good uh, a good uh, jail talk in that chapter, too. Yeah. Because that's the North Remembers. So it's, uh, it's Manderly coming to see him. Manderly, yeah. This is why Davos is one of my very favorite POVs, and I wish that he had more chapters. And, ah, oh, God, I just want a thousand times more of him than, like, any more, like, you know, the camera that rides or anything. I just... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the shit to me. I the other part of the question, I think Mel does buy what she's saying. I think she does have her convictions. No, I, wholeheartedly. Don't, I don't agree with them. I think she's nuts. And I mean the fact that like later on in dance, when we do it's dance where we get her POV, right? Where she Yes. And she's yeah, just yeah. like, okay, it's 
probably not Stannis. Maybe it's John. Okay, I'm going to go. You know, and it's like, but I think in the moment, yes. She's committed. Here's the, here's the thing with Melisandre. I think she 100% believes all the R'hllor shit. And I yep. think she she does believe she's in this life or death fight. And, I mean, we can make a pretty good argument that she is. Um, you know, does it lead her down this really uh, quasi-fascist, you know, everything's black and white road? Absolutely. We're going to burn people path, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But I think the other thing is her, her zealotry leads her to say everything with the same level of conviction. And when we get in her head, we realize she doesn't actually know as much as she acts like she knows, or she isn't actually positive what everything means, or she just kind of accepts her own first interpretation or thought of things. And she might be wrong. I mean, we get that when like, she's whatever her famous line is when she's like, I keep, I keep asking the Lord to show me, you know, Stannis and all he does is show me snow you know, when we get a pretty good implication that maybe it's John she's supposed to be supporting and not Stannis. Um, you know, she takes the zealotry and, and misapplies it at times, but she's 100% a true believer, I think is what you can say about her. Yeah, I think it's like she doesn't let, she's not introspective enough to let that interfere, like, with her enthusiasm. Yeah, no, yes, yes. You know, it's like she, if she, and if she were like, you know, she'd be a much more deadly, I mean, even more deadly and more powerful character than she is. Yeah. But I think she 100% does believe, you know, the Lord of Light, the conflict, the great other. Yeah, she's there. And, yeah, I and the other thing, justified. Yeah, I don't think mind. she does. She yes. believes she's justified in doing. That's the thing I was going to say. The thing about Melisandre that we understand when we get in her head is she doesn't revel in cruelty or enjoy hurting anyone. Like to her, everything is just a means to an end. So it's not, you know, she's not like, she's not, you know, Cersei enjoying pulling the wings off of flies or anything. Yes. To be burned. No. They're, you yeah. know, it's, you know, we're doing it for lore. It's it's like the greater good. Yeah. Which is yeah. freaking scary. Which is how she can work with Davos, who literally just tried to kill her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> She's just, you know, whatever I gotta do, I'll do whatever as long as I'm I'm getting the job done. And I'm not saying that's a good outlook, but it, it is it is what she is. All right. Any other thoughts? More Davos, George. Come on. More Davos, less Ironborn. Amen. Well, if you would like to rate prisons you've been in. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, If you haven't yet. (laughs) If you would like to send us a comment or question um, or rate Davos's jails, um, you can do so by emailing us at closethedoorand at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a message at tum- um, at Tumblr at close the door and come here.tumblr.com. We're also on Twitter at Door Podcast. Um, please like and review us wherever you listen, as it really helps new listeners find the podcast. Um, and lastly, please consider supporting us on Patreon, and you can do that by going to patreon.com/slash close the door. Um, we would like to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Um, and with that, I'm closing the door. Get out.